Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A Cut Above with Tom Hoy is proudly sponsored by Mod Shoes, smart shoes for smart people. Shop the latest range of men's and women's clothing and footwear over at modshoes.co.uk. From Manchester, England to Brooklyn, USA. Hello, you are listening to A Cut Above right here on The Face Radio with me, Tom Hoy. How are you doing? Well, if it's your first time listening into the show, hello and welcome. I hope you enjoy this one. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. This one is a cool episode, I think, and it is the perfect summer episode. In this episode, I'll be taking you on a journey back in time to the glittering west coast of the USA, from the surf and soul of the 50s to the psychedelic rock and roll of the 60s. I'll be exploring the iconic looks that defined an era, from Harrington jackets to three-finger collars to chinos and all the rest of it. I'll be discussing it all. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. I'll be joined tonight by my very good friend and all-round brilliant guy, Andrew Lindsay, who is, of course, my sponsor of the show. Andrew Lindsay runs Mod Shoes and 66 Clothing, and even though he may do a lot of kind of British mod-inspired clothing, he's also a fantastic producer of some 50s and 60s uh, surf and West Coast-inspired clothing, so he is tonight's or the perfect guest for this evening and he's also a huge fan of the Beach Boys and surf rock so as you'll hear soon Andy really does know his stuff so I'm absolutely honoured to have him back on the show 
Well, in the meantime, remember you can follow me across all social media. I'm on Instagram at TumTheMod, on Twitter at TumTheModDJ, and you can find me on my Facebook page, TomHoy. And on there, I do lots of different clothing reviews, playlists, uh, DJ nights, and all the rest of it. So go over there and check those out. But right now, though, you are listening to A Cup Of right here on The Face Radio for the West Coast. Sun, surf, and style. Inviting beaches, paradise for sportsmen, rendezvous for romance under sunny skies. This is the lure of the West along the golden shores of California. first young lady is? Debbie Lynch. Where do you go to school, Debbie? Crawford High. How long have you been surfing? About three years. And your name? Sherry Lynch. Are you related to, to Debbie Lynch? Yes, she's my sister. How long have you been surfing? Almost three years. How did you get started? Well, we just started renting boards and then we liked it, so we bought a board and then we just kept, you know. Great thrill, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
and the young gentleman on my right, uh, you surfers I know, know, Neil Norris. Neil, how long have you been riding that board? About seven years. How'd you get started? Oh, my dad just bought me a surfboard from the guy that he made one across the alley and he bought it for me. How much practicing do you do? Well, I go out, I try to get out every day, a couple times a day. Now, is this today uh, just practicing and having fun or what? Well, practicing for the contest this weekend and just having fun. What contest this weekend, Neil? Uh, the contest down at Pacific Beach Pier. Is this a big one? Yeah, it's international. It's a big contest. You mean the best surfers from all over be here? Yeah, right. What uh, class are you in now? Well, I'm going to be surfing in the Juniors 3A, and then if I do any well at all, I'll be surfing in the 4A. This is, well, is the meet Saturday? Saturday, Sunday, and I think it starts on Friday. What time was, it, will they, was the best time to get out and watch you people in action? Well, 7 o'clock. Get seven, out early. 7 o'clock yeah, in the morning? Yeah, that's when they start. So welcome back to the show, Andrew Lindsay. Hello. Hello. Hello, Andy. <laughs> the sponsor is back in, so we're all dressed smartly and looking. Everything is ship-shaped to impress the sponsor. Thank you for coming on the show, Andy. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> well, I, can, so I think there's some tidying up that leads to him behind you there. Yeah, Tom. well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just the um, ever-expanding wardrobe that I do need <laughs> to have a filter through and get rid of a few pieces. But that's for another day. Yes. <laughs> But um, yeah, um, I thought you would be the perfect person, Andy, to come back onto the show, particularly for this episode, um, the West Coast one, where I thought, I don't know, so much of what I like about 66 Cloven is, yes, you do the mod thing, but you also, I remember you starting uh, in that direction of doing kind of Beach Boys inspired stuff and your love for that side of things, as well as kind of the British 60s stuff. Um, when we say West Coast and surf style, what is it that kind of, comes to mind for you i think i think for me where it comes from it's it's especially as a kid and we've spoken about it before me and you about the american graffiti thing mm. I, I just love the fact that it's warm yeah, <laughs> like yeah it's warm in the uk at the moment i mean if you look at the um you think about the 60s mods you know there's a picture the famous one where the this what they say in mods book the school boys are walking down the front and he's got that t-shirt on with all the stuff on and he's got plimsolls i think he's got white jeans on I think I can't remember mm. on a, a white T-shirt, and he, you know, we've talked about this before. You could literally pick him up, put him in a hot rod, <laughs> and yeah. he could, you know. And I, I love that as much as I kind of like a three-button suit. And I do think, uh, from a business point of view, we are going more casual. We definitely did during COVID, um, where where we first probably met, but people are. You you know I know that um, you know adapter clothing are doing more made to measure suits and there's a few other people, but you just don't see that many people in suits anymore. You, no, not at all. You just don't. And I thought, so what, where did I want to take it? And uh, um, and I thought, well, you know, there's kind of the the Gabici stripes as I call them, and you know Ben Sherman, Scar and Soul, lots of other people do them and they they do it really well. So me being me, you know, that sort of thing. Well, what is it I'd like to do? What is it I'd like to do to be different? which is a typical mod thing. Um, and I started thinking about the surf stuff that I've always loved and, and that American graffiti look, which some people might say is rocker, but it's not really. It's No, no, not at all. Because rocker to me is like greased back hair and it's it's, mm. it's Teddy Boys. It's more, it's like your look. It's that kind of ivy, 
yeah college you know you, you know you know and an american graffiti beat the absolute epitome of it even Definitely. though it made it the same yeah. you, you, you understand what i'm saying so that, that film's amazing isn't it just for if you just want to watch shirts for a solid couple of hours that oh is... we spoke about it before <laughs> um, um, I, I can't i never remember his name i just know him as, anybody my age will know him as richie cunningham mm. and i always forget his name his real name and he's a director now and i forget his name but he's got the best ben he's got the best button down on hasn't he mm -hmm. and, and, and even richard Dreyfus doesn't richard Dreyfus wear a button down as well um you know all of the outfits are pretty cool yeah you know that everybody's you know and the way they trainers and the jeans everything yeah it's fat who's this on the wolfman telephone going little rock way down the valley you call from little rock california yeah long distance my, my, my. listen man what 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 kind of entertainment you got in that town uh, all we've got is you. <laughs> You're going to the hop, the freshman hop? You ain't got no emotions. We are going to remember all of the good times. I'm staying right here, having fun as usual. You got in there, kid. More than you can handle. Turkey Town, and now you want to crawl back into your cell, right? You just can't stay 17 forever. You know, it doesn't make sense to leave home to look for home. There's a great, big, beautiful world out there. John Simons might have called, uh, uh, coined the term, but it's like West Coast Ivy, isn't it? It's like what they were watching the college students wear, yeah. and they were trying to emulate that. But it, for hot weather, it just seems like a perfect blend to me. I love it. But um, what is that what inspired you to kind of go down that route watching films like that, or was it just kind of more of a, a brainwave? Well, it's, I think it's a bit of a brainwave and a bit of a kind of... The the thing is, you can you could have what I call me too businesses. So oh, I don't know, an obvious one would be a plumber. You know, every town's got millions of plumbers. They're me too businesses, and I don't like the idea of being a me too business. I want to be trying to be a little bit different. Um, yeah. So consequently, you know, I sort of thought, well, where where shall I go with this? And the surfing, I mean, if you do the modern surfing, it doesn't sort of fit with us. You know, it's mm. it's kind of like you know. The look, it's more about um, like a sports soccer sort of, you know, it's more about how it works. In them days, it was still quite a modern a modern thing, new thing to do. And in them days, I suppose 
they the manufacturing processes weren't around so they they just kind of adopt adapted things do you know yeah and the colors bad color as well i think the you know as, we're guilty of you know white and navy in this country <laughs> yeah you, you you know everything's that sort of thing but i like some of the colors and they work don't they you know it's mm. just pictures i know i've shot down some notes in that leroy granis surf photography book which i think you, i've talked to you about before yeah. You just, it's that thick. It's ridiculously thick. Yeah, so yeah. I'm holding up my finger and it must be two inches thick. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like a Bible of pictures. And as you make your way through it, there's just guys in sort of oranges and yellows and and mm. sort of like burnt rust colours. But they don't look ridiculous. They just look absolutely perfect. A, yellow is the what I think of when I think of that West Coast yeah. surf. I got the other week. I don't know if you saw. I don't know. I probably, I must have sent you it just out of... Oh my God, finally got one. I found a 60s look, uh, London fog, uh, Harrington, and it is in like a really kind of pastel lemon colour. And it is, yeah, nice. that's exactly what I kind of associate with that yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, it, it, yeah, because it's, um, yeah, lemon, lemon Harrington or lemon sort of jacket, windshielder. I take it it's not lined. Is it unlined? Yeah, unlined as well. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And because it is an American jacket as well, what do you think? Where was it before? It's in immaculate condition. It looks like it's never been worn. But oh wow, yeah, no, I think be... as well. It's unlined that you can just if you, if someone told me oh that's straight out of San Francisco, I'd believe them because it it looks like it's just been it's been put in a time machine to now from then. Yeah, so it's yeah, been yeah, stolen yeah. out of someone's wardrobe. It's great. But that's gonna that that kind of I don't know what you'd wear. You know, you could wear lots of different outfits with that. But I've got a, a yellow. Well, I say yellow, it's like a, a very, like you say, it's not yellow. Yellow implies like um, day glow. It's not. It's like a, it's like. Yeah, it's like a pastel. faint kind of pastel. It's like a post-it note. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've got a post-it note and I've got a um, Lacoste one, mm. which is lined. And I got that at a, um, a, a retro fair. And I love that jacket. It's my favourite jacket. It's my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Nikki goes, oh, you got your favourite jacket on then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it only comes out twice a year. I mean, I, I really want to wear it to DJ in, but I'm too worried that someone will throw a pint or something. Oh, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah exactly. I will be standing there, no one. Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> where do... night and day where we often DJ in Manchester, that's up on a stage, so I'm safe there. But if we weren't on the stage, I wouldn't be wearing it, no. No, Unless there's an angry punter with a glass of red wine or something. That would. Oh, be God. Yeah, yeah. Or just, <laughs> just somebody who slightly had to, one too many to drink. Exactly. You know, I, yeah, I, I, when I DJ now, um, which is not so often, I used to go out of the contacts a lot more. I have to be raised. You have to be able to tr- have to. You you can't yeah, get yeah. Sort, of, sort of kind of. And and I know that sounds awful, like po face, but I don't want you, you in my space. I'm trying to work, and mm. I don't want you spitting stuff on me. That sounds so awful. <laughs> no, no, it is true. Yeah. It's true. And uh, like when you are that level. The stress, especially if you're DJing on your own and not with someone, if people just talking to you and you're thinking that oh. records, that records running out, that records running out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you're trying to yeah, do yeah. that. That it's impossible. That fe- like kind of fear is horrible. Isn't I it? hate it because if I go over to my friends and they're DJing and I can see there's one running out, I sort of I go, I, I have to sort of do what I'm doing on my finger now, Tom. You can see yeah. it. Nobody else can. I'm sort of it, it's going to run out. You, 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 are you ready? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're sort of like still yakking. I go. Every bit in my body is going, get on with it, you know. Yes, uh, there's uh, no fear uh, quite like that. 
but yeah, 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 yeah. No. But um, so, but getting back to the to, to the look, yeah. So I love American Graffiti. There's loads of other films, especially my sort of generation. Um, in the eighties, we were very lucky. We had things like The Wanderers. We had Lemon Popsicle films like Going Steady and all of those. Um, there were tons of them. And so, because in them days, you've got to remember the 80s to the 60s wasn't that long. Now, no, no, yeah, yeah, 2023 yeah. to the 60s, is a, it's a proper period piece. It's mm. a long time ago. So it didn't seem so far away, I suppose. And I, I broke down here sort of some things I wanted to sort of remember. I remember the, the Beach Boys were the natural follow-on to the Beatles. So even when I was very young, and I know we touched on this before, I remember liking the Beatles a lot. And my Aunt Mary saying, well, if you like the Beach Boys, you might add the Beatles. You might like the Beach Boys. Yeah. And her giving me the, the 20 golden greats for, you know, for Christmas. And when you hear that, and we've spoke about it before, it just sounds like another world. Joe Meek was doing an echo in the UK, it didn't sound the same. No. It sounds like the sun is in those tunes, in the same way that Jamaican tunes sound like the sun is in those tunes. Yeah. Do, 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 do you understand? Definitely. Know like, let's go away for a while. That that kind of vibraphone sound, that echoey kind of reverb, yeah. that sounds like sounds like crashing waves, doesn't it? You don't, yes, it does. We weren't getting that here. No, you a very English. So if you um, if you t- if you take an obvious, really famous one, like say FBI by the uh, or Apache by the Shadows, you know, it's dun 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 dun. You know, straight away that's English. Mm. 
it's, it's almost German. It's a bunda bunda bunda. Yeah, it's very precise. Sorry, my it? dog is going to bark because, he, because <laughs> right. give me two seconds to pick him up. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, sorry, viewers. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 you're getting hungry, aren't you? Sorry, I'm, I'm going to. Oh, I've got a very old cocker spaniel. I'm, I'm sure that the listeners don't want to hear this. Sixteen <laughs> this year, and he gets very needy, and he needs to know I'm a, I'm, I'm with him all the time, don't you? Is he a fan of the Beach Boys as well? Does he, he like the music? Better. <laughs> so, uh, um, and, and just to digress uh-huh. it was whilst walking Alfie the dog which nobody if you, you I don't know if the, the listeners can hear him but while walking him it's when I decided to start mod shoes oh, well yeah, he's, got, so, uh, he's got a pair of shoes named after him hasn't he yes he, yeah. he has a name yeah 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 and oh. um, he's he's golden remember so and the colour of our thing about oh. is golden yeah, very it's good. Very good. Connected, isn't it? Aren't you, mate? I'm going to put you down in a minute. If you're going to start barking, you're going to go and sit in the other room. Is that all right? <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> Where were we, Tom? What were we talking about? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Something. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we were talking about the echo on. Um, yes. Not on a shadows record. So the the shadows. Dun da dun da dun da. You know that just they wouldn't have done that in America. Mm-hmm. The, the the beat would have been. It would have been. It wouldn't have been dum da dum da dum da 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 <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the shadows in their mohair suits, you know. I get you. You see some of like the trash men and and some of like the ventures and the clothes they wore. Mm. They're always a little bit baggier because it's yeah, definitely, hot, yeah, you know, and, and and all of that. So, um, um, yeah, and I think so. Where I got into them is I always liked Johnny and the Hurricanes when I was little, and Granddad had. Um, a, a, a compilation album and it had loads of stuff on it, Ike and Tina Turner and all those. And, but it also had the Ventures on it and they did um, a version of Walk Don't Run and they mm. also did a song called uh, The Feeder, which are their two like, really famous ones. Yeah. And so I heard them before I'd heard the Safari's Wipeout and Wipeout was everywhere in the 80s. You know, Wipeout, you know. Mm. Even that is ama- it's amazing. It's just the first time you hear it, you go, What's this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first started learning drums, I think that's one of the songs I had in mind, and I thought, I want to play that. And I played it too much to the point where I think in the end, everyone was like, oh, he's playing Wipeout again. But it, it's, it's, it's like a party <laughs> trick at first, isn't it? You're like, look, you know this. And then after a while, everyone's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think I think once you've done it a few times, like you say, the, once you've worked the riff out, yeah, it get, yeah, it, yeah. It, it can't because you, you soon work out it's very report, boring and very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like drumming, it's not actually a hard song to play, really. It just no, it's really it's the easy. accents that make it sound difficult, isn't it? But it's, it's... Yeah. in terms of tunes, you've asked me to pick. I'm going to pick three tunes. Yes, three tunes. Yeah. Don't know if you. This is a perfect time to go to the the ventures. Walk, don't run. I mean, it's it was on my granddad's compilation. They did something ridiculous, like eighty albums or something at the time, mm. and they were massive in Japan or something. And I think they still play to this day. Um, and what I love about those songs, it's not just the lead guitar, which always has that crackling echo on it, but the the fen they always use fenders, if you know what I mean. And they always have that ding 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 a ding 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 a ding ding ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not they're not Gibsons through a, a Marshall. 
Mm. Do, do you understand the, the, the subtlety of it? They're, they're, um, they're very much a sort of rhythm guitar being played for a Fender amp. And it's just, it's, it's got no distortion. It's just jing, 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 jing. Yeah, you could hear one of their records without anyone saying who it is and you'd know straight away that's like a sound that they owned, didn't they? The surf yes. music, but that that's very much, that's yeah, the yeah. venture you, you, sound, isn't it? You hear it a little tiny bit on Brown Eyed Handsome Man by um, Buddy Holly. Because mm. when, in the, you know, it's got that lovely lick, but in the back, that rhythm guitar, the rhythm guitar, is propelling the song. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? And then it just makes it perfect. <laughs> the, the rhythm guitars yeah. is very like kind of when you used to see in the 50s, like frat boys, kind of like a group of guys stood around a car and maybe one of them's got a guitar. It's that kind of like, yeah. it's a lot more kind of, I don't know what the word would be. It's more like a showing off gang kind of music, if yes. that makes sense, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Because one of them would be really good. So he'd be the mm. lead guitar and his mate would just be sort of playing basic rhythm in the back and the guys just got drumsticks on the floor playing along yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and the other thing i love about surf music which is um is the, it, the it's never and you must know this as a drummer it's not just one two three four one two it's it generally it's a the skip beat so it's almost like the american old version of the british's interpretation of skiffle isn't it like what yeah. the quarrymen were doing it's kind of like their own yeah yeah spin on that, definitely because because most rock is sort of whereas surface you know it's just that certain that little thing and it's it's um it gives it a real sound and so the basic theme of tonight's saturday night show is dreams and uh i guess we'll fulfill the dreams of a few young ladies here tonight there may be a couple of people that they'll want to see but i think all in all for you and the whole family there'll be fun in store if you'll come on in and join us here is probably the biggest instrumental record of the day a thing called Walk, Don't Run. Ladies and gentlemen, here are the ventures.
listening to A Cut Above right here on The Face Radio with me, Tom Hoy. Remember, I'm on Instagram at TomTheMod, on Twitter at TomTheModDJ, and over on Facebook, uh, you can find my page, Tom Hoy. Um, of course, tonight's episode is the West Coast-style special, Sun, Surf and Style of the 50s and 60s over in the USA. A real summer treat for you all listening at home. Um Tonight's guest, of course, is Andrew Lindsay of Mod Shoes, who is also the sponsor of this show. Remember to go and check out Mod Shoes when you get a chance. They do some fantastic stuff. We'll get back to Andy in just a moment, but we have to shine a spotlight on a brand right now that is synonymous with uh, West Coast style since like the 50s or even earlier, of course. But um, it, we can't do an episode on this without mentioning them. They are, of course, Levi's. Levi's was founded by Levi Strauss in San Francisco in 1853. The company is known for creating the world's first blue jeans using sturdy denim fabric. Levi's became a household name in the 1950s and 1960s when it became the go-to brand for youth culture, particularly, of course, in the US. In the 1980s, the brand expanded globally and introduced new styling such as the acid wash, Today, Levi's remains a top denim brand with with a focus on sustainability and ethical manufacturing practices. I've got quite a few pairs of Levi's, if you can believe, if you believe me, of course. Um, my favourites at the minute that are particularly West Coast, I think, um, are my pair of off-white ones, and they they are the classic five hundred one cut. I remember years ago trying on a pair of 501s and thinking these are too wide for me and now I don't know I don't think I'd want to go any slimmer than that wide leg all the way all the way all the way I've had quite a lot of different brands of jeans but you know what there's nothing quite as classic as a pair of Levi's is there Uh, I'm not being sponsored by them but you know what wouldn't turn that down you'd be silly too wouldn't you (laughs) Um, yeah Um, you can't go wrong with a decent pair of Levi's get yourself a pair of 501's I'm sure you've all got them but if you haven't got a pair of off-white ones you'll be surprised how much they go with everything I think me and Ollie Davis spoke about this in the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood episode of uh, A Cut Above or it could have even been the Beatles and Rolling Stones episode two of you go and listen back to there if you haven't listened if you want more styling tips, go on over to my Instagram and the rest of my social media, of course. Tom the Mod on Instagram, Tom the Mod DJ at Twitter, and Tom Hoy over on my Facebook page. But right now. Thank you. 
Straight Shooter by the Mamas and the Papas, West Coast Legends. You are, of course, listening to A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, for this West Coast Surf Sun and Style episode of the show right here on The Face Radio. Um, A film we have to mention if we're talking all things along this route is, of course, A Rebel Without Cause with the iconic James Dean in that Lovely red Harrington jacket, but also something to point out that's um, pretty iconic about that film is the fact that he's wearing a white t-shirt. Now, it's funny, back then in the 50s, a white t-shirt was still seen as underwear, and that film kind of, and I'm sure people did it before that, but that film in particular kind of spurred on such a culture of people wearing white t-shirts out and about, and it caused outrage with... um, the elder people kind of thinking you're walking around in your underwear, which today that seems ridiculous because most people who walk the earth just wear a t-shirt and nothing else. But you know what? Didn't it look cool back then with the white t-shirt underneath that red uh, Harrington jacket? Eh? I'm in trouble. Jim, what happened? What kind of trouble are you in? Jim Stark, things pretty rough for you at home? They think that I can make friends. Your folks didn't understand. They never do. He made a mistake, and he's sorry. He's always a lovely boy. Grandmother, you tell one more lie, and you're going to get turned to stone. Is he a friend of yours? What's he like? I don't know. He doesn't say much. You know the Middletown Bluff? We'll have a little chicky around here. Two by two, 
Well, if you feel it and like it, go get your lover, then reel and rock it. Roll it over, then move on up. Just a trifle further, then reel and rock with. Run another roll over Beethoven. Dig these rhythm and blues. She wiggle like a glow arm, dance like a spinning top. She got a crazy partner, you ought to see him reel and rock. Long as she got a dime, the music won't never stop. I roll over Beethoven, I roll over Beethoven, I roll over Beethoven, I roll over Beethoven. Welcome back to the show, Andrew Lindsay of Mod Shoes. Of course, a bit ago we heard your last song choice, Walk, Don't Run by The Ventures, and I've not heard that in quite a while, so I have to say that was a pleasure to give that a spin again. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I think that's... I think I first heard that when I was about nine, you mm. know, and you know, I think we were talking just before we played the songs about how they sound different. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I hate I hate to sound like an old man, and we've talked about this before. You know, modern music does have a sound. I was watching Glastonbury at the weekend, and there's some people on there, and you think, yeah, they have a sound. But I've not heard anything where you think that doesn't sound like anything else. Yeah, and that that, that know, no one that, that that where it's like that sound belongs to them. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I suppose if Foo Fighters it was, but Foo Fighters mm. are twenty years old, so it doesn't it doesn't sort of count, mm. you know. Um, and I've I've got loads more to watch. Did talk just go digression? Did you see Rick Ashley uh, do the Smiths thing? I did, and I, we even joked at work that Rick Ashley's fashion sense now is exactly how I dress. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a realization, apart from the pink suit that he had on, that yeah. he was wearing a Cuban shirt open with a white T-shirt underneath, chinos, and I was like, "For God's sake!" <laughs> but he was, I do know, he looked he, very cool though. <laughs> he couldn't have been when we were kids in the eighties. He couldn't have been more naff. Mm. You know, he was as naff as Nashville. Do you know what I mean? And together forever, you know, it's a you know, and the other one, I'm never going to give you up. You know, they were massive pop hits. Yeah, do, do, yeah. do you know what I mean? And and but I've listened to him in like two or three podcasts on rock on tours, you know, and things like that. And he just comes over as the nicest person ever. Mm. You know, and a proper musician as well, you know, and stuff like that. It doesn't he got a punk band with his friends and they yes. practice in the in his gar- uh, garage, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. They, they play jam songs when they go out live and stuff like that, apparently, oh. you know. And uh, they sort of play pubs and things and just sort of yeah. enjoy it. So he's obviously he's into it, and I suppose, I suppose this is what happens. You know, people just become, you know, become famous, and so people like us go, you know, and mm. well, we shouldn't do, you know, because they're probably just as nice a guys, you know. And um, but anyway, um, but interestingly, you know, talking about sound, you know, and we're talking about the, the, the you know, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you know, 
that's a very distinct look it's a distinct sound it's a distinct um it's the word ethos you know about mm. the surfing and about going out and but and the beach blanket bingo of all the the movies and things as well you know and i i kind of when you was asking me the question what is it you like well i suppose really that the eight-year-old me would have loved to have lived like that life it's yeah 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 it's it's not it's not boring old cottenham in in cambridge Mm. You know, and it's not rainy old Manchester for you. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's oh, like... we're all right at the minute. We're all right. Yeah. Short <laughs> sleeves on, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but, you, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you, you know, most of the time it's, you know, it, it most of the time it's grey. It certainly was grey in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And uh, um, when you look at that life, you just think, oh wow. Mm. You know. So I suppose that little bit. That's I suppose that's what playing around in the back of my head. You know? I mean, I, I. I think when we I go to America again, that's the next place I want to go to. But I want to make sure when we do go to the West Coast, I don't just go to one place. I want to see a few places. Whereas when we went to New York, it was obviously it, New York is the attraction. But on the West Coast, there's just there's obviously you've got uh, L.A. as well. You've got San Francisco. There's all the places, isn't it? It's finished. It's finished beach in San Francisco, is isn't it? Where the doors? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it could be L.A. Venice Beach, I think. Yeah, it's a neighbourhood of Los Angeles. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so, but I swear that that's on um, the Doors film, where when they, be. aren't they in the shack, and he goes out onto the, the beach, and they, they're trying to do like my far. Oh, I haven't actually seen the Doors film. I would like to see it, but... Yeah, uh. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I loved it at the time. A lot of people slagged it off, but I quite liked it. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was which was quite good, but you know, but that's interesting. A band like the Doors come from there. Yeah, yeah. You 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 know, I don't know that they would come from Middle America. You 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 have to be sort of not just a hippie. You have to be a hippie and different thinking. Do you do, do, do yeah. see where I'm going? It's um... what I love about that period and kind of all the people who are mixing with each other, including the Doors. You see see these. Um, like parties that used to go on and you'd have the doors there. Uh, I don't know. You'd have kind of actors, film stars, but then also what I I don't know if you know, you, you must, I guess you do. The fact that Charles Manson was friends with the beach boys at one point and he wanted them to produce his album. And yeah, and it's just crazy over here that you've got kind of showbiz stories, but nothing quite, like well, isn't, that. isn't it what Elliot Easton talks about? You know, he because you know I'm sort of friendly with him, and you know he still goes to lunch with people. You know, and I think, I think it's a, a case like the Beatles. They surrounded themselves with other people. You know, you know that were like them. I, mm. It's interesting. People sort of say, "Well, were they unobtainable?" I get the impression that if you were doing something that was interesting, to come into their orbit would have been relatively easy. Yeah. If you were just a fan standing there going, "Can I go autograph?" You've got nothing to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know enough about Charles Manson. I'm certainly not going to talk about. It, but I'm assuming he was doing something interesting, and mm. so that's why he ended up in their orbit, in their circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and and so that's that would have been interesting. I suppose in them days as well, because they were all about trying to find the next thing, mm. you know. And um, and I was listening to it. Jenny Boyd was on uh, podcast. Was she on? Um, I am the Egg Pod. Right. And um, and they were, she was talking about on there, you know, going to San Francisco and do because it was the fun thing and all the new things and all the hippies and all that. Mm. And, you know, so I get it. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly 
when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down. When you're strained, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down. In it, laugh in it, live in it, love in it. You'll find heaven sent fragrance at Helena Rubinstein counters everywhere. Heaven-scent fragrance by Helena Rubenstein. Spray it on and heavenly things happen. Heaven-scent. Splash in it. Laugh in it. Live in it. Love in it. You'll find heaven-scent fragrance at Helena Rubenstein counters everywhere. Robin. With exclusive news for KHJ listeners. It's the Batphone Secret Number Contest presented by Boss Radio. There's a terrific prize for the first KHJ listener to guess the secret number of our Batphone. You've seen us answering the Batphone on TV. It's a special hotline Commissioner Gordon uses to contact us whenever there's trouble. There are seven digits in the Batphone's secret number. Listen to what you'll win if yours is the first correct answer received by KHJ. 
You'll visit Batman and me at 20th Century Fox and be our guest for lunch at the studio. Then you'll ride to the Batcave in the Batmobile, where Robin and I will present you with a 1966 console color television set. To visit us and win the color TV, just guess the secret Batphone number. Watch for Robin and me on Channel 7 Wednesday and Thursday nights. And keep it on KHJ for more clues in the Batphone secret number contest. So when you're kind of deciding what clothes you're going to make, and obviously because you're making American-style clothing, if it's kind of along the surf route, what do you do in terms of trying to design? Will you try and find pieces? Because I imagine that can be quite difficult in the UK. Or do you look back at kind of books and pictures? Well, more so recently I've been doing books, uh, a lot of books, um, without giving too much away, which I don't. you'd have to have the sense to go and get these books in the first place. I'm quite lucky that I've got a good cachet of friends on Facebook and just generally. And if I don't know about something like somebody like you, you will mention something or Jason will mention something or my little groups on Facebook. So they'll sort of mention stuff mm. and sort of follow that. I'm quite good at letting my my brain follow a, a pattern and just see where it takes me. Yeah. Um, so the surfing, you know, then doing the surfing was let me sort of like, well, what would I do? You know, follow that pattern. And then you find books on surf and then you start looking into it because you can go on the internet and you can find lots of images which is fab but you end up seeing the same images because that's all that's been scanned in yeah you you, you do, do you know what i mean so you then you sort of like well somebody says well that's surf photography so you get a book on surf photography and then from amazon it will sort of say have you got this book on surf or something you think well i'll take a chance yeah yeah and then yeah. you find a picture that you don't find on the internet and I think I've showed you it before, the one, the one inside of all the surfboards mm. and all the different colours, that was our palette for the year. Yeah. You know, and it's that's a really nice way to do it. So, and those colours are very specific. They're not, you know, Marks and Spencers wouldn't do those colours. No, 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 no. They're very much kind of, a colour is, all, uh, yeah, it's, it's a niche, isn't it? Even though it's a yes. colour, it's very much people, I don't know, it's down to the, color top you wear people can know almost what you're into just because Correct. you're like you're in you're inspired by that it's that that shade of burnt orange is definitely it belongs to the 60s doesn't it and yeah i don't know there are colors that definitely lend themselves well to sort of i think it's true i was talking to the lady who runs pamela man um, that helps run pamela man today mm. and she was saying about they've got a, a mustard they want to do a new mustard tie now it doesn't sound like much it's mustard how hard can mustard be <laughs> you know? and so she, we were talking about if you've got a pantone book which so people who don't understand in in our industry when you're um trying to choose a color you have a book and it has like literally thousands of shades so you could have a, a, a like a navy is obviously a navy but there are so many permutations on that because whether it's got gray in it or whether it's got more turquoise in it and all the variations and you can look through here, and I'll, 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 get, I'll, I'll just go over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've got a catalogue here, right? And look, this, this is all the different navies I can have, and it's just navy. Yeah, yeah. And, and each one has its own unique code, doesn't it? Oh, very... God. <laughs> yeah. And she was saying they were trying to find the perfect mustard. So look, here's all, here's a look. You can't see this. I know this is awful for radio. But look, on this paper here, there must be, what, 50 mm. shades of stuff. But is any of those that perfect mustard? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's interesting, even that orange there is a little bit dangler, isn't it? Do you, do, yeah. do, do you see what I'm saying? So it's colour is so, and the colour that you put it with is so distinct, isn't it? Yeah. That you, like, let me just hold this up. There's, there's a, a Kodak battery. You know, you know it's a Kodak battery just by those colours. Yeah, yeah. And that that's where colour is such a an interesting thing, I, I think. I don't, mm. I don't know. No, definitely. On and on and on as usual. <laughs> so, like, how much of your stuff that you've made has been inspired by bits you've either found in shops or vintage oh, fairs? Nearly all of it, Tom. Nearly all of it, yeah. Because yeah. I know you did the, we spoke about on the one of the last time you came on the show, the Dr. No Top you did, you found that, didn't you, in a in a charity shop? Yeah, yeah. There. So the, what we call now the Connery on our, mm. on our web, uh, the website is, um, it's what you call a Capri collar, isn't it? Yeah. And it's got a bit in the middle and it's woven. It's like a woven knit. I found the one, but they had pockets on it, but I found that in um, North Norfolk uh, um, in a little charity shop. And I just thought, oh, that's that's amazing. Look at that. And we could do so much from that. And we have. We've done the Dr. No and we've done the Connery because they just are so Sean Connery, 19, you know, 1958 to 1962, before he sort of really got into doing James Bond. That was what he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Look, And he looks cool. And who wouldn't want to be Sean Connery? Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think that you'll start a little trend there and you'll see other people making those because the Cuban shirt has made such a comeback and it's stayed for a few years, but no one's quite gone beyond that. And I think that's a good move from yourselves that, Mod shoes you've done. Yeah, yeah, they've sold. They've sold very well, Tom. I mean, yeah. it's, we, we've. There's some things where you sort of think, like I'm wearing what I call a car at the moment, which is just like a high, mesh type um, thing, which is very. It's totally based on um, um, a surf one, um, but the Connery has been because, that's the art I think to run in a, a retail business or a brand, is not only does it have to look good, you've mm. got to kind of play with the emotion as well. Not emotion. That's not the right word. You've got to, you've got to push people enough to think, make them think, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's not emotion. That's not it's not novelty either. I can't think what the word is, but you, <laughs> it's where you're you're trying to make it and be emotive. Is perhaps yeah. a better word. Um, and you get a reaction from someone, and if that reaction they go, cool, that's nice. Then I think you, you're halfway there before you even started. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you get all of those little details lined up, 
So what is it called? What the colors are? Can they get it quickly? Is it fit well? If you get most of those all in a line, you tick all those boxes, generally you'll be all right. Do you, do, do, mm. do you know what I mean? You'll come up with a nice piece. The Connery being an excellent example, you know, it's selling nicely and I'm really pleased. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah it's good. Let me sneak in here. May I have, I'm sure most everybody knows, but for anybody who might not, may we introduce you by name? Al Jardine. Thank you, Al. Dennis Wilson. Thank you. Brian Wilson. And Carl Wilson. Mike Love. Now, I think, uh, whoop, what happened? <laughs> there you are. Four are related and one is a poor lost stranger. How did you get into this whole thing? I'm a schoolmate of Brian's. Oh, well, that, that, that worked, it out, worked it out well. So you are, you are not a Wilson brother. He's a cousin on the end? Yeah. How long, how long has this singing been going on? About three years now. You know, it's an amazing thing because you have hit after hit. Who determines, Brian, what will be done next? Well, I guess I do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I write the songs and produce them, so I have a lot to say about it. Do you, do you have a, uh, uh, like a corporate setup? Does everybody have a vote? Can you vote him out and down if you don't like his idea? Well, yes, we do, but he usually has good ideas. He's the biggest one. That's all there is to it. No. You were recently overseas somewhere. I, you know, this is tough to interview five guys with one microphone. <laughs> you work over here. Where were you when last seen? You told me, was it Australia? Yeah, we just got back from Australia and uh, New Zealand. What do you find that's uh, different and unusual about that country as compared to the USA? Well, uh, there's, there's not too much of a difference, really, except they aren't quite as modernized as we are, you know, we are here. Their uh, life isn't as fast-moving, you know, there's not as much TV and, and everything like that. And, and one thing I noticed, the, the radio disc jockeys there, they're, they're kind of out of it. <laughs> they're not playing the latest things, but it takes a little while for the records to get there. Did you do any surfing while you were there? Is this possible? Uh, well, we got up at 6.30 every morning and got in about 2. Really? And then, then you went to work? One day of surfing with a newsreel, they wanted to see an American surfer, so... Was it was a good surf? No, it wasn't. But <laughs> I thought it, <laughs> Sorry, I asked. I thought it would be good, you know, but it really wasn't as good as they said it was. Brian, what is the summer hold? You're going to travel about the United States? Yes, uh, we have a tour. William Morris Agency is setting up a tour for about uh, three to four weeks through the Midwest and uh, down to Florida. I don't know where it's going. <laughs> it's going well, the word is to look for you as you travel about. What is the latest album called, please? Uh, fun, fun, fun. All right, with with the Beach Boys, it's kind of logical, isn't it? No, the latest one, no. That's, why doesn't somebody, you know, you know, fill him in? Fill him in. The latest album is called Shutdown Volume Two. You kind of shook me a little bit because you told me you had a different title. I said, well, maybe he knows what I don't know. Fellas, this is your first visit to Bandstand. The autograph table is down to the left there. If you make yourselves comfortable, we'll join you there, okay? Thank you. The Beach Boys, gentlemen, watch the cord. We'll lose you all on the way. We'll be back right after this. Um, what's your second song choice, Andy? Well, I'm going to let you choose between the two, because okay. I've, written, I've written two here. The Beach Boys, Surfing Safari or Surfing USA, effectively they're the same song <laughs> you, yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they, they are just it's very early beach boys clangy guitar nicked off you know both of them sort of nicked off chuck berry but with that surf sound behind them um i, I don't mind what one you play if if i could implore anybody to do anything get that first beach boys album mm, mm, it's mm. brilliant you you can it sounds like 16 year olds have just learned to play yeah and i tell you what i i finally got a copy of the record I found for you years ago and I thought I, I need to get myself one of them. It was um, Beach Boys Party, the orange cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds exactly like that, doesn't it? It just sounds like yeah. a group of young friends round at someone's house because that's what it's meant to be, I suppose, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's brilliant. The Beatles covers on it as well. I, I didn't realise the Beach Boys had done kind of so many covers of the Beatles. Yeah, no, they're, 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 yeah. I think with that one, they were, well, Capital, as you well know, were trying, with, with the Beatles as well, wanted two hours a year. So they mm. would change it 14 songs and make 10 or 12. Yeah. And yeah. use other tracks so they could get two albums at least out a year, if not three. Mm. And, and I think they did the same with the Beach Boys. Some of those, you know, I, I know um, Brian Wilson doesn't talk highly about some of those because he says there's one too many cover versions. And, you know, that first album is brilliant. Yeah. The second, the third and fourth, pretty good. Then it gets a bit, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know and, and I'm sure one of them's got Ooh Papa Do on it twice or something like that. Yeah. And then they get to Pet Sounds or that era and then you go, ah, this yep. is a group that's just yeah. gone. We're, that's enough of that. That is enough of that. Let's. We want to be a proper group, you know. Well, and, yeah. Let's give them a spin then. Let's see which one plays. Three, two, one. Here it is. mystery beach boy song and it was of course surfing usa that's the one we played just then andy <laughs> surfing USA. but yeah when you the beach boys have so many amazing looks don't they and it's i know it's quite hard to choose from but if i was to ask you just from the top of your head what's your favorite look the beach boys ever had what would you say oh there, there's so many isn't there of course on oh god because i think 66 Cloven has done about four of them hmm. um we haven't done the pendleton shirts i was about to say that would be one i'd be interested to see you yeah. tackle Sorry to interrupt Andy for just a second, but 
I thought I would just give you a rundown of Pendleton if you are not familiar with them. Pendleton Clothing has a rich history dating back over 150 years. The company was founded in Oregon by English weaver Thomas Kay and his family in 1863. They began by producing high quality wool, blankets and clothing and eventually expanded to a wider market. In the 1900s, Pendleton began producing their iconic plaid wool shirts, jackets and skirts. Today. Pendleton is still a family-owned business known for their classic American-made woolen products and their continued commitment to craftsmanship and sustainability. Okay, back to the show. I think Pendleton. I think with the Pendleton shirt, some some people like um, far afield and some other sort of clothings. Um, you know, they do a good job of that already. Mm. So I don't know what I'm going to offer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always one of the things when I'm thinking about a piece to do. You know. Is it, you know, like we've got a prototype, have our Harrington over there. Does the world need another Harrington? Mm. You, you know, you've got, to, you've got to be obviously trying to do something that other people aren't doing. Um, so with that in mind, yeah, so getting back to the Beach Boys, the Pendleton look, I love that Hot Rod album, as you know, with the blue jacket on. Yeah. And yeah, I love Brian when they're on the All Summer Long album, where he's wearing... You know, they're wearing the tops and they're on that boat. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just think, I want that life. You, you, you know, they just, yeah. Um, then later on, then it gets a bit, I think late 60s, it just, a lot with a lot of that, then it just gets into hippie. hippie. Yeah, the hair grew longer and so yeah, did the, yeah. the trousers. I'm not <laughs> so keen on that. Um, I don't know. I think, I think in terms of what I wear, it's that blue monkey jacket. You know, white jeans or just jeans and a pair of Matteo Matteo mm. trainers. I think that epitomizes my look. That's what I wear. Do you know what a, a comment I had on Instagram the other day? I posted a picture with your that jacket on that the Beach Boys bomber jacket, and someone commented and said, "Some my two favorite things you own are the Lacoste Harrington and that Beach Boys jacket. It's it's so slick and it's the color. The, the yeah yeah." Brands aren't making that colour blue. That colour is just Again, so. Again, we're back to colour. Yeah. We're back to colour. And and today I was just, I was just again. And then when I was talking to Pamela Mann, well, I was saying about how that monkey jacket we did in Oxford blue, but there is no more of that Oxford blue. We've got if we're going to do it again, we've got to basically have that material made, mm. and that means we've got to sell an awful lot of jackets. Yeah. You know, you you're talking in the hundreds and you think to yourself, Am I gonna that's gonna take two or three years to sell all them, you know. It's just mm. it's a hard place. Would I I'd love to do that. That monkey jacket, when we got that and it come through that colour, me and Lee when it come through we went, Wow, I am yeah. not gonna swear, but the the F word was used. Well, it's so hard, <laughs> yeah. I think. Blue is a hard colour nowadays to make interesting just because everyone does it. Men yeah. A victim aren't there to wear an all navy all the time, but that blue is it's like it's Ford blue, isn't it? It's so American. It's... Yeah, yeah. It's it's we I think I call it an Oxford blue, mm. Richard, yeah. But it's also um again Elliot Easton calls it um the Jets blue. So in America they, right. they call it the Jets football team. Yeah, right. And I think it was um did I don't know if you saw when Elton John was playing at the um Glastonbury this weekend. Did you see all the people in the Jets outfits? And they oh, had right, yeah, suit, yeah, suit, yeah, yeah. And they had jets written on them. That uh, was that Because they were all wearing those caps, did you see? Yeah, they were yeah, all wearing yeah. the outfit that he wears in the film. It was very much that blue, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it uh. was that blue. I was just like, oh, that's that's such an American blue. Mm. 
you, 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 do, do, do you know yeah what I mean? it, it just screams yeah everything like it's even like reminds me for some reason of like the US Air Force it's like Blue Angels oh, kind yes. of sky blue but it's not sky blue it's like a I don't oh, know oh is it is it a court is it um oh is it the, the plane the Corsair right is... yeah yeah oh it's almost like the planes that used to be on the yeah like the Hellcats and stuff on the aircraft yeah, carriers yeah. would be that yeah yeah God, yeah I never really thought of it that way of course yeah, yeah, I think I think that's where that blue comes from because it's um mind you, is it the Second World War or the, the aircraft carriers? And you can see those those sort of um, the fold wings. up wings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not straight like a hurricane either. They've got that dip. No, yeah, the Corsair did that, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a cool looking plane. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well now we are really drifting off subject. Hunter, the walking blues. You're listening to a cut above with me, Tom Hoy, for the West Coast special Sun, Surf, and Style with my special guest this evening, Andrew Lindsay of Mod Shoes. 
Now, I'm going to play someone now, just before we go back to Andy, and it is someone that I went to see recently at Band on the Wall in Manchester, and I've wanted to see him perform live for years, and I'm so glad I've finally done so. And he is relevant, I think, to this show this evening. It is, of course, Pokey Lafarge, and if you've not heard of him, he's a musician inspired by, I guess, it's hard to say really, by the 20s, the 40s, the 50s, uh, I'd say music wise altogether really though those decades but um yeah his style is absolutely sublime he wears a lot of scott fraser simpson so a lot of kind of um mid-century type knits his hair is immaculate and lovely side part um lots of pomade in there nice um nice fitting trousers pleats very 1950s when i saw him he had like a, a green cuban shirt on um and his whole band are just Style-wise, they look like they've just stepped out of a time machine straight from the 50s. Um, The music is inspired by that, but it's um, got a contemporary kind of edge to it. Um, Here's one of my favourite songs by them, and when you get a chance, you should also check out the music video to it. I won't tell you any more about that. Just go and have a look. It's brilliant. You won't regret it. Here it is. It's Bluebird.
Detective Frank Lux in The Hunt for Bluebird. Coming soon. Everything you've made uh, surfways, I suppose, or just anything in general. What's been your favourite piece that you've made so far? If you could choose one, I know they're all babies, but oh gosh, uh, they're all babies. <laughs> I like my Alfie, my dog. Um, <laughs> I, um, what do I enjoy the most? I'm really enjoying wearing the Doctor Now at the moment. Mm. Um, that is lovely to wear. It's so cool. Max, who's my my son-in-law to be, he and the wife have just and been off to Mykonos in Greece, and he's got a picture of him wearing it in the evening, and he said, Andy, it was perfect. Mm. And um, I, I, I don't want to be vulgar, but one of the reasons we did the summer shoes with mod shoes is that my feet used to get really hot in trainers when I used to go to Greece. Mm. And I used to forever kicking them off. So I'd wear, you know, not everybody does a pair of Adidas, you know, and, you know, yeah. I'm not a flip flop type guy. In the evening, you put a shoe on or you put something on tidy, you know, you want to be tidy. But I'd always sit there in the restaurant and when nobody was looking, I'd kick them off and put my feet under the table and. You know, nobody would be the wiser. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, so when we got the chance to do the summer shoes, that was just like, that's what we need for that. And mm. we sell loads of them. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, really, not a lot of companies, even kind of high street ones, they don't, they do what they call summer shoes, but they're never really kind of, they don't take into consideration like breathability like that. Do Like you've got the, yeah. the, the holes and stuff like that. Yeah. I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah. 
It's yeah. funny that did you see so it's like I almost thought about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's Tom, but also I also try to do my absolute best as well that everything coordinates. Mm. So I know you know some people aren't really fussed about that and they like clashing and all that, but I'm not. I I like the idea that you're wearing um, a blue top and that the blue shoes that you may or may not be wearing are a darker or lighter and they're in the same hue. So one mm. hasn't got a load of grey in it and one's, one's really pale. They've got to kind of, all you've got to do is put a pair of shorts and you're going to look neat and tidy. Yeah, all compliments each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's not, it really isn't rocket science. So even for this next year, I'll share it with you later, but I've got a picture which I've taken down in, in Cornwall and it's got six colours and that's next year's colour range already. And they complement each other really nicely. I can't wait for them to be, you know, in the range and, and clothes and the shoes and everything match because I just sort of think that's something that, you know, mo- I'm sure most people do think about, but I don't notice it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, I get the impression, say, Gabici do it because you'll notice that they'll run with a russet colour, which is a burgundy, and they'll run with that on several things, and they'll do that until they've used all the material up, and then they'll, they'll choose mm. another colour, you know, and stuff like that. But you don't see it very often. Do, 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 I know do, what you mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're going to Next, you wouldn't go, oh, that's from Next, because they just make a top. Yeah, they've got brand forecasters and... Uh, not brand forecasters, they've got, what do you call it, trend forecasters that are looking... Yeah in the future and thinking this is going to be big whereas yeah. yeah you're making classics what people love but you're also you're not making what people know they already want you're making stuff aren't you that people think oh god not thought of that i want that that's kind yeah, of yeah 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 like what i'd like to think yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, it, it, it's not it's not terribly complicated it's just picking up tom one thing i've been doing recently and getting to get a little bit of mental health here going is i'm a little bit dyslexic mm and um, not massively, but just a bit, you yeah. know. So I, I struggle with some with certain words like uh, details. I can't get that I and A around, around the right way. It's just never, and it's never going to happen. And uh, someone picked me up on it on Facebook the other day, and uh, uh, and you know said I put brought instead of bought mm. because I, I my brain doesn't work that way, you know. Yeah. And um, and then I said I and I. I Normally I don't bite, but I put underneath, how is it I can run a successful business and run you and employ several people and I can do all of this sort of stuff? But the one thing you need to bring up is the fact that I'm dyslexic. Yeah, yeah, no. But, Fair enough, Andy. Fair so, enough. So, no, no. So, but what I get brought me on to, though, Tom, is that um, it made me look up what is it that dyslexics are good at. And there was a thing with 37 things that dyslexics can do that normal people can't. And apparently one of the things, and I just do this and I know I do it and I know others can't, is I can imagine things, I can join a load of things together in my head and I can see them. Yeah. And most people can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not me being big headed. That's just how my brain works. Mm. And most people can't do that. You know, most people are just like, do you like this? Yes, I do. You know, that's all they can, they, they can't do one thing after, do, do, do you see where this is going? Yeah, and no, I'm I do a bit deep, but it's, it's, it's part of what makes me, me, and allows me to, to do those things. Anyway, we, got too deep. we got very deep. I mean, as you said, though, my shoes is running well, and you're making stuff and you're happy, so who cares? So why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Santo and Johnny with Sleepwalk. I love that record so much. You're listening to A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, right here on The Face Radio, discussing all things West Coast style. Now, something we're not really, we've not really touched on yet, and a look that I really like, is that the fact the in the late 60s, um, how wor- uh, military wear was adopted... Um, Younger people and hippies began wearing military clothing as a form of protest against the Vietnam War and established and an and establishment culture, sorry. Military clothing became a symbol of counterculture and rebellion, with individuals often customizing their jackets with peace signs or anti war slogans. The trend was fueled by the surplus of military clothing available at the end of World War Two, which was sold in army surplus stores across the country. The popularity of military clothing among the counterculture movement eventually influenced mainstream fashion trends. And I this is where I really like the mix and match of different kind of subcultures, if you like. So I think a lot of military wear goes really well with kind of ivy-style clothing. You can put a pair of white jeans and loafers, uh, some nice brown loafers or something, with a really nice khaki green um m65 jacket and it looks really cool you'll see there's some pictures of like woody allen dressing like that um and loads of kind of people you can wear that and put a cap with it and it just for some reason something that shouldn't work looks so cool so it's definitely a look that i think doesn't necessarily just belong to hippies but i would even stress it's kind of um an evolution of ivy style um it was just kind of becoming more casual I guess but the shoes just kept it grounded I suppose if you'll pardon the pun that wasn't meant to be a pun at all and it sounded like it so apologies but yes treat yourself to a afternoon on Pinterest and just look up Vietnam War um, surplus clothing and just, just style because you'll get so many cool ideas go for it anyway Thank you. 
It's a pleasant afternoon in June. Mel and his best girl, Farah, are enjoying a ride. Well, he's enjoying it. She's not too happy about the way he drives. He's got a good car and he likes to show what it can do. Hey, you're supposed to slow down for a school crossing. Mel doesn't slow down for anything. See that jalopy up ahead? Watch him pass it. These boys have their opinion of such big shots. Uh-oh. Perhaps Mel's not such a big shot after all. Here we go again. He's used to this. Hello, I'm Tom Hoy. You're listening to A Cut Above right here on the Face Radio for this West Coast style special. Welcome back to my guest, Andrew Lindsay. So, Andy, is there anything you'd like to make that you haven't done yet? Maybe it's a West Coast kind of influenced item or surf style, anything like that? Yeah, no, no we, we got t- I've got I've got this many. Yeah, I think you've seen some of the pictures I've got saved off. I mean, just in late July, we've got a, a, a new red, white and blue top. There's a picture of um, some guys 
guys and girls in the 60s wearing them and they're all wearing it it's like a unisex thing on a boat and that looks amazing yeah and our good friend um simon part he's going to do some modeling for us and we're going out on a boat so we're going to go on out on the boat and take the pictures and he's wow. on his scooter so I'm, I'm trying to sort of say look this is aspirational it's not you know it looks nice so we're quite we're doing that that's trip. the way to do it isn't it yeah that sounds yeah, great yeah, yeah yeah very much in terms of things going forward there are quite a few still 60s things i want to do there's a lot of beatles stuff i want to do yeah yeah um a hell of a lot i'd love and i'm putting this out there i'd love to get have somebody from apple corpse come and ring me and say right we see you keep doing a lot of apple beatles stuff do you want to do some proper beatles stuff that would be an absolute dream yeah yeah but i don't want all the hassle that comes with it <laughs> yeah. you know i don't want to have to have it signed off by a lot of olivia who was ever george's wife and all of that I, I want them to sort of say I, I need to say yeah but you need to leave me alone and let me do it let you do it. Yeah, yeah 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 i've seen some absolutely appalling things that the Beatles are signed off and you think really yeah because a lot of it unfortunately a lot of the time ends up going down the merch route rather than the kind of I say fashion but we don't like that but like kind of the stylistic kind of what people actually want to wear they don't want to wear logos they want style not kind of not well some people want logos but not everyone does yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've seen some things where you just think that's just that's just awful. Mm. Or how can I put this? And, and I'll just say it straight, and I don't mean it rudely. Yoko Ono's done a version of what she thinks John would like, but John yep. would never have done that. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and I mean that. And I, and if she was stood in front of me, I wouldn't be that rude, but I would say it. <laughs> do, 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 I believe you would as well. You would. Yeah, bloody right, I would. Because I'd go. Because I know. I know you loved him, and I know you love. You'd want him to be happy and all of that. But yeah. I'm a fan, and I want it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's hundreds of other fans who want it how they want it. Yeah. You, you know, and it's it's just and and. and and not be so well i'm very precious about it and they're also good so i'd love i'd love love <laughs> to get the apple corps go yes mr Lindsay, could you come and see us yeah, and go for it yeah 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 that would be an absolute dream control in the same way that if the beach boys did the same you know yeah. if they said and um i i i that would be a that would be a lovely dream come true whether it's going to come true well, well, who knows? Say it, it doesn't come towards yep. you. Know, yeah. Well, if they're listening, I'm sure Yoko listens into this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is based in New York, isn't it? The exactly. New... Yeah. We never, yeah. never know. Yeah. Yep. Well, you never, you never know. know. Somebody might know her. But yeah. Anyway, on that on that note, uh, Mrs. Ono, we won't bother you anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll end now on um, Andy's final song choice. Uh, what have you gone for, Andy? Well, there could have been loads of different ones. Uh, um, again, yeah, I, I just love to, um, just because I love all that sort of thing. The Trashman, I'm not, this is not what you're going to play, but the Trashman Surfing Bird, you know, in the 80s, every psychobilly band in England used to do that. And all yep. blokes sort of doing that. that. That's a brilliant album. If you ever get the Surfing Bird album by the Trashmen, it's dead cheap. You can get it online. It's hilarious. It's, um, you know, and them just sort of messing about. Yeah. Um, there's some really good, if you just go on Spotify, but surf classics from the 60s, there's some really good lot lists on there. And there's some, you have your things like Link Ray and doing Rumble and all of those sort of things, which are all Dick Dale, you know, all yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. all brill. But the one I'm going to pick, and I'll give you quickly why, again, I think in the film The Wanderers, where they come to have the big fight, 
they play this song, the Shantae's Pipeline. And it's it's not just a clangy guitar. It's got a, it's got like a theremin or some sort of keyboard instrument yeah. that plays a, a sort of a very echoey sort of sound. And it's just when you see it in the film, and they mix it with that song, you just think that's a it's a much tougher song than you think it is. Mm. You know, and it's really really good. Um, we're going to get into that, but I just wanted to say um, on your radio station, Tom, thank you um, for endorsing our stuff and, and no, helping us. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so much for, for being a sponsor. And, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, pleasure. And, and, and I'd like, if anybody's listening that buys our stuff, thank you. You know, And um, we've just one corporate thing I've got to do. We've just done a new thing on the website now. So when people put a review on, they can actually put a picture of themselves as well in the shoes or the top that they're thinking about. And we will, we're running a little competition this week, which might be gone by the time this show goes out. Um, but basically, they're going to win £135 to spend on the website for somebody that's picked at random. But what we will do for customers going forward, anybody who puts a picture up will get a nice big thank you. I Because I believe that other people, if other people see other people wearing our stuff, they'll go, yeah, I see mm. I'm like that bloke. I'm like that lady, uh, you, you know, and they and that will make them feel part of the the gang, as I call it. And um, and I thank those people who have done it so far. So um, that's really good. But anyway, let's Tom. It's always a pleasure. Perfect. Thanks so much, Andy. Here is the Shanties with Pipeline.
by the Atlantics. And of course, before that, it was Andrew Lindsay's choice, the Shanties with Pipeline. Well, I'm a f- unfortunately, that is all we've got time for this evening. But uh, I'd just like to say before we go, a massive thank you to Andrew Lindsay for coming on the show. Always a pleasure to talk to Andy, and he really does know his music. Um, aside from clothing, he's just a great guy to chat to all about music. If you ever, if you are in the UK and you see Andy on a DJ lineup, I strongly urge you get down to one of his sets because, I mean, he makes good clothes, but man, does he really know how to hold a crowd. Some of the best sets I've ever seen. Um, when we, we played Camden a bit ago for Simon Parr's Gabichi party, and I had to follow Andy and the atmosphere he created, and uh, uh, it was brilliant. Um, everyone was loving it. And he does love a microphone as well. Um, he likes talking between songs, and the energy in the room after he's DJed is always brilliant. So if you see him on a lineup, go and check his set out. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure talking about uh, West Coast style for this episode, particularly this summer. It's been a hot one so far. I say so far, it's just started raining. I am in Manchester. But um, that kind of 50s, 60s West Coast style is exactly how I want to dress when it's hot weather. Um, there's so many good brands out there that you can kind of recreate that look with at the moment. Obviously, Mod Shoes and 66, Mod Shoes and 66 Clothing, sorry. But um, apart from those, there's Far Afield. They do some great mid-century inspired clothing. An obvious one, John Simons. uh, uh, The Absolute Ivy Mecca. um, And yeah, loads of places you can go and shop around. One I came across recently that was new to me that I didn't know about was P&Co. Um, and they do like gas station worker shirts and I got a nice uh, black one and what's nice and different about this one it's not made in a kind of um, silk or rayon fabric it is uh, more in an overshirt kind of fabric it's a proper worker jacket but in a Cuban short uh, Cuban sh- Cuban shirt form um, so it's uh, yeah, it's great. It's nice and hard wearing and it really feels like a workwear piece. Go and check them out too. They do some great embroidery as well on shirts, on bowling shirts um, and nice accessories as well. So there's loads of places for you to create that West Coast style. Um, remember to get more style tips, videos, music uh, recommendations and all the rest of it. You can go and follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at TomTheMod, on Twitter at TomTheModDJ, and I am over on Facebook at TomHoy. But for now, though, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back again next month with another show. Remember, until then, there's so many shows uh, you can go back and listen to. The best place to find them is my l- the link in my bio, or you can search on the Face Radio website. Uh, I've done episodes on, oh God, Steve McQueen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Michael Caine, Ivy Style, Jazz Style, and lots more. Go and check those out. But for now... Thank you so much for getting to the end and listening in. I really do appreciate it. Um, Yeah, see you next month. All the best.
Foot Above by Tom Hoy is proudly sponsored by Mod Shoes. Smart shoes for smart people. Shop the latest range of men's and women's clothing and footwear over at modshoes.co.uk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.